Hello friends and welcome back to Swimming and Singing. I'm Sarah Nelson. I'm a certified yoga therapist and yoga teacher, and I specialize in working online with people who think they are too tired, too busy, too anxious, or in too much pain to do yoga. I use the traditional tools of yoga along with modern technology to help you create a more easeful and joyful life by helping you remember your connection to your mind, body, and spirit. If that sparks your interest, head on over to my website and grab the free guide to creating a yoga habit for exhausted perfectionists that I created just for you. The name of my podcast comes from a beloved poem written by Gregory Orr, and as a reminder that some days it's all we can do to tread water, and then other days there is room for joy. This podcast aims to share practices for both types of days. In today's episode, I give you a bit of a debrief of the nervous system detox that we just did in the homecoming membership. I offered a do-it-yourself version via the podcast in April, so go back and check out the two nervous system detox episodes if you'd like more info on why we took out the things we took out and added in the things we added. This podcast is for inspiration and information and does not replace medical care or advice. I am not a licensed healthcare professional or mental health therapist. Not all practices discussed on this podcast will be suitable or accessible to everybody, but I hope that you find something that resonates and can bring a bit more ease and joy into your life. Let's get to it. So we just finished a two-week nervous system detox in the homecoming membership, and I want to share some of the results and insights of the process. So we started by bringing awareness to our habits around news consumption and social media usage. Then each member was invited to make their own detox plan, what they would give up or put engagement parameters around. This was not a one-size-fits-all detox. Then we witnessed the impact on our nervous systems and the reward centers in our brain. These things are addicting, and just like withdrawing from alcohol, drugs, caffeine, or sugar, there can be side effects. But just like any good detox, we supplemented with nourishment. Members were invited to add daily nature and rest practices to their schedule, and letting go of the news and social media frees up so much time in order to add these practices in. Here's what I noticed. So this wasn't the first time I'd done this sort of cleanse, but I'm always surprised at how the habits sneak back in and sort of take over. News was relatively easy to give up after the first couple of days of worry that I was missing out on some big news. And social media, which for me is really just Instagram, 
was a bit more challenging because I use it primarily for my business. It was easiest to ignore when I hadn't posted anything. But as soon as I posted a story about last week's podcast episode, I felt myself wanting to check in on a regular basis to see if I had likes or comments. Everyone interacts with social media in different ways, but for me, I'm very drawn to it if I've posted. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just good awareness for me to have. And this detox was all about awareness. We weren't looking to necessarily give up news or social media forever, but become aware of our habits around it and most especially how consuming it or not makes us feel. Habits and addictions take away choice. We click and scroll without even realizing we've started. It's like we're on autopilot. But when we take time to mindfully observe our habits and their outcomes, then we're able to take choice back to decide if and when we want to consume news or engage with social media. One of the awareness practices that came in for me was every time I grabbed my phone to check Instagram, it was like a little reminder to take three deep breaths before I even unlocked my phone. That short pause gave me the chance to decide if I actually wanted to open Instagram. And most of the time I didn't. I was just reaching for it out of habit. As I shared with the members, I realized I was using social media like a spackle to fill in any cracks of space in my day. I think that spackling our days with news and social media helps us to feel like we're busy in a world that values busyness as a sign of success. So a few years ago, when I moved to Canada to pursue my yoga therapy training, I deleted my Facebook account. And then once I had my Canadian phone plan, I realized I couldn't text or call my US friends and family for free. So my cell phone was mostly useless unless I was on Wi-Fi. So most days I left it at home, unused, and I wandered the streets of Victoria undisturbed by vibrations and pings and notifications that someone somewhere had said something. And this was when I first learned the benefits to my nervous system of not being informed at all times. I hadn't realized the urgency I felt to respond to someone as soon as they messaged me. It was really eye-opening. Members had some eye-opening experiences in the past two weeks as well, and here are just a couple of the comments I received during the experiment. One member realized they were seeking out news that supported their own confirmation bias that the roads are dangerous, and that was adding to their anxiety load. 
looking for news that supports our own thoughts and beliefs is why many of us are drawn to certain news programs. And news is in the business of selling advertising, not actually presenting the news. So if fear is what gets them more viewers, and it seems like it is, then that's what they highlight. And that's why sometimes watching the news can make you so anxious and fearful. It's done by design. Another member was really surprised to realize how often they were checking in with the news. They hadn't realized they were engaging all day long and even sometimes at night with news until they brought awareness to their habits. That member noticed a huge difference in their anxiety levels after just two days of not consuming news. As for me, as I record this, I'm getting ready to take my beloved pup to the vet for some tests. And I'm not gonna lie, I'm anxious. But I'm less anxious than I would have been if I'd spent the past two weeks obsessively checking Instagram and consuming news. Nurturing your nervous system isn't about never being anxious or sad again. We don't do it so that we somehow rise above the normal ups and downs of life, surfing on the surface without ever being impacted by everything that's happening around us. We do it so when inevitably we hit one of those deep valleys, we aren't sucked under by the undertow. My nervous system is in good shape this week, so I know I'll be able to handle the news that comes and make decisions from a place of groundedness instead of that feeling of just being out of control and like tossed by the waves. So I'll end with this. You don't have to watch and read the news. It doesn't make you a bad person with your head in the sand. You will still hear the big things that are happening in the world but you won't feel like you are constantly treading water. You will be more resourced to make better decisions for yourself and to care for others. You will feel less scared, less anxious, and less outraged. And the same for social media. If it feels like you don't have a choice, like you're on autopilot, you can set your own parameters around using it. Study after study shows that people feel worse after looking at social media. If you can relate to that, you should absolutely take a break from it and notice how you feel. If you do your own nervous system detox, so you did a a DIY one the past couple weeks, send me a note and let me know how it goes for you. Friends, thank you so much for listening to Swimming and Singing. Links and information can be found in the show notes and on my website, where you'll also find that free guide to creating a yoga habit 
for exhausted perfectionists. If you like what you've heard, please share this podcast. And if you have thoughts or comments you'd like to share with me, please reach out. I'd love to hear from you. Until next time, keep swimming and keep singing.